Welcome to another. The official podcast of the Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. We're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one audio source for Harry Potter news, theories, discussion, as well as info straight from the makers of the books and films themselves, like me, Matt Lewis. I play Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter films, and I'm very happy to be here helping introduce your hosts, the Pottercast trio, Melissa, John, and Sue. Completely overwhelmed with Order of the Phoenix trailers, this is Pottercast 87. Wow. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Melissa. I'm here as usual with John and Sue and one very special return guest, our friend from DarkHorizons.com, Garth. Yeah. He's, he's back. Garth. We, we, we drag it, Garth into the spotlight whenever there's a movie thing to talk about or a significant... Uh, whenever there's a trailer yeah. around, I'm around. Yeah. <laughs> trailer. It's always trailer talk with Garth on Pottercast. Woo. So... This week, this week, we have a fan interview for you, and then the rest of the whole show is about these two gigantic trailers. Only Harry Potter fans could take five minutes of film and talk about it for weeks. Yeah. So, before we get to that, let's hear from our friends at Borders, because they are sponsoring us. Today's podcast is brought to you by Borders. It won't be long before the much-anticipated release of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Do you have your mind made up about where Severus Snape's loyalties lie? Do you think he'll betray Harry and his friends, or will he help them triumph over he who must not be named? Find out about this more complex character in the new hot book, The Great Snape Debate, available only at Borders. Remember to reserve Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows at Borders to save 40%. couple of quick announcements as usual. Phoenix Rising is coming very, very soon. Phoenix Rising is the convention that we'll be doing a live Pottercast at May 17th in Nolens, New Orleans. We're so excited. Can't wait to see you there. We'll be doing something with Habitat for Humanity there. We might have some spots open. Uh, we'll let you know about that soon. During our live Pottercast at Phoenix Rising will be Matt of the Whomping Willows and... No, I'm sorry. Matt, who is the Whomping Willows? One day I will every get time. that. Every time. Brian. Every time. Oh, he's going to call me. Brian of Draco and the Malfoys is also there. Both performing acoustic sets. Very exciting. After it, after our live podcast, we're going to open a room somewhere around there in the convention hall. All the people who are in Wizard Rock bands are going to come with their acoustic guitars, and we're going to sit on the floor and rock out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we will see you there. Vote for us on Podcast Dally. Vote for us on Dig. Go to harrypotter7.com and read about Deathly Hallows and donate to our Last Books, First Books charity drive, which goes on from now through July 21st. In other charity drive news, you can donate to... The, you can become a part of the Wizard Rock AP of the Month Club and get 12 CDs over the next year and have all your money go to charity. Also, cheap rent. Oh, that, that's wizardrockclub.com. You can also buy a CD called Wizards and Muggles Rock for Social Justice, which is being put out by the organization Cheap Rent at myspace.com slash cheap rent. features original music from a ton of Harry Potter bands, and it all goes to benefit the Harry Potter Alliance. Now, that's it, yeah. right? Are we done with our announcements? I think so. People are sitting there tapping their fingers, yeah. waiting for us mm-hmm. to move on. Yep. I think it's time to hear from Sue for the I news. want some news, Sue. Oh, just think. Let's see. It's one for the domestic, two for the international, three for the video games. New Order of the Phoenix trailers, we go, go, go. Yes, that's right. Over the past week or so, Harry Potter fans have been treated to three brand new trailers, all relating in some form or another to the upcoming Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix movie. Coming up in our podcast, we will be discussing in detail the new domestic trailer. However, you can find links to watch these trailers, amazing high-res 
cameras, screen caps, and much more via our video and image galleries. In other film-related news now, Warner Brothers has now launched a Join Dumbledore's Army website in relation to the movie where you can see some additional photos. There's icons, MySpace layouts, and you can even train in defense against the dark arts. All quite fun. In addition, WB also released a slew of high-res stills from the trailer as well as new behind-the-scenes photo of director David Yates on the set with many of the actors from the movie. And there's the new official one-sheet poster that shows members of the DA and sports the words, The Rebellion Begins. You can find all of these in our image galleries. Imelda Staunton is the subject of a new interview with Time magazine that dubs her portrayal as Professor Umbridge of one of the summer movie villains, So Bad It's Good. And finally, a new interview appeared in an Italian magazine, Donna, with actress Emma Watson, who discusses her role as Hermione Granger. She also says of Hermione and Ron Weasley, quote, their relationship will develop somehow sooner or later. They will become a couple, I'm sure. Ron amuses her, which is what Hermione needs, and she keeps him in line. A perfect couple, end quote. Well, if you weren't excited by all this news, TLC has also been able to confirm that, in fact, the UK premiere of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix will take place in London, England on July 3rd. And if you can't make it over to the UK, then the next week a trip to Hollywood might be in order as the US premiere of the film will take place in Los Angeles, California on July 8th. We will have more info on these premieres as well as one in Japan on June 28th as we get it. Turning to book news now, UK publishers Bloomsbury revamped their Harry Potter website with new layouts, including a focus on that mysterious symbol seen on the spine of the children's cover artwork. You will hear later on that fans may want to ponder on that symbol in particular. Hmm. You can also see in our galleries a new high-res image of the special edition of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows from Bloomsbury, which will be released on July 21st. Finally, a portrait of Joe Rowling, first revealed in England, has made its way over here to the U.S. now for a new exhibit at the Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C. Fans can see a portrait of our favorite author as part of an exhibit called Great Britain's Treasures from the National Portrait Gallery London, which features some 60 of the finest portraits and photographs of the most significant British figures of the past 500 years. Sounds cool. The exhibit runs now through September 3rd. Phew, busy week indeed. So for more detail on all of these things and all things Harry Potter, you can always find it at leakynews.com, which is updated daily. Guys? Okay, so we're going to talk about the trailer pretty much the entire show. So what other stuff do you think we should break down right now, Sue? Oh, my goodness. Well, I just want to say quickly that EA... I'm sorry, EA... Bloomsbury, the UK publishers of the Harry Potter novels, has updated their website. And if you haven't checked it out, it's very interesting. We saw a new um, photo of the special edition of the book, which is going to be released on July 21st. And we also would like to point out the interesting layout to the Bloomsbury thing, which has a focus on that rune. Hmm. That little rune that's on the spine of the books. Which a spokesperson said to us, I don't even think we put it in the news post, but a a spokesperson said that it is apparently very significant. So there you go, guys. Get theorizing because, yeah, wow. Hi. Hi. It's all very interesting. Um, It's funny because I like the way she she did a layout. They did the layout and they made it look like a Potter press and your wizarding thing. I thought it was kind of cute. So it's fun. Go check it out. Neat. But what is that rune? Is there any other news besides... Well, one, I want to say to, that congratulations go to Joe, who has been named the Wired um, 
Brave Award winner for Wired Magazine. And we saw a new photo of Joe, and she looks fabulous. She's out in her garden, and she just looks great. And and Alfonso Cuaron was also named a winner, so which is pretty good. Joe in her garden. Uh-huh. Oh, what did he win? Well, he was in that same Wired Magazine, which is um, very popular technology magazine. And also, yeah. there's one more thing about Mr. Radcliffe, which... <laughs> There's this program here, for those who do not know, it's called American Idol. Mr. Ratcliffe was supposed to appear. (laughs) What the heck happened (laughs) We don't know. We think that it got bumped because of time, because there were other, like, famous rock stars like Gwen Stefani. (laughs) And Pink, who both got knocked off for Jack Blacker and Ben Stiller, apparently. But I don't know. We don't know what happened. Ben Stiller. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Garth, what do you think of Ben Stiller? You don't want to know my opinion. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. What a waste of space. You know. No, he was really, really funny. Um, we don't know what happened really with, with Dan. We've asked. Yeah. I'm sure that there'll be some sort of explanation. Right. Anything, right. you know. He's a busy guy. Yeah. And um, one more thing, too, before we get to the trailers, kind of related, that Warner Brothers has now launched a new website called joindoubledoorsarmy.warnerbrothers.com where you can go learn to practice your spells and become a member of the DA, which is kind of cool, kind of fun. Let's go check that out. It sort of reminds me of um, the Golden Compass movie site. Have you guys been I there? Have. The Philip Pullman site. Yeah. It's very nice. And it tells you to, to you, you know, you make up your demon. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those sites like 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 the first generation of Harry Potter sites where all pick which house you're in. Right. You know, take a psychology test and you find out what house you're in. And this is you take a test and you find out what your demon is. And it's all sort of like there's like four answers or something. Mm. <laughs> and and I don't know. It just reminds me of that. I'm not big on the the official websites of of most. Films. Mm. What do you think, Garth? Do you like? They need to advertise. They need. To, they need to advertise their movies, so they have to do something. It's usually just a nifty little flash yeah. presentation to please the studio executives. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, they're pretty neat looking. Yeah. Normally. They spend a small a small fortune on a lot of oh, these sure. sort of official mm-hmm. sites. Just yeah, again, it's just to show there's a presence there rather than yeah, really engross right. Right. viewers. Yeah. Well, the only one I really like, I have to say, and maybe it's because I'm a big. Johnny Depp phone, but I like the Pirates of the Caribbean site. I think that was really well done, and they put up, they must have put a lot of money into that. There's a lot of like little things you can go around, little tokens you can get. So I don't know. I'm a little squirrel, mm. and I, plus I'm a mom, and my little boy likes to go to those things. So <laughs> a little I am a little squirrel. You're a little squirrel. <laughs> what does that mean? I know, I'm just a little goof, a little dork geek. I don't know. <laughs> so I like to gather these little things. Challenge. I like I love going to the little web- websites and you know have all the little yeah desktops and stuff well there's there's not going to be many of them left a lot of the websites for movies now are just opting to be myspace profiles Mm. wow Wow. they just they just put up a myspace page that's it it's it's a lot cheaper and easier i bet yeah and there's everybody's right there on myspace so what the heck well not everybody goes to myspace i mean oh pretty much the world (laughs) goes to myspace well (laughs) pretty much not many down here unfortunately no you guys on bebo no no MySpace has never really hit big in Australia yet, but it's catching on. Mm. Uh, has the internet hit big in Australia yet? John. Yeah, it hit uh, a lot <laughs> Send the emails to John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna, I'm going to get bombed by Vegemite bombs. <laughs> no. Ex- exploding Vegemite. Vegemite you know, I'm, moving, I'm in the middle of moving, and I was packing up, and I found the Vegemite, the, not the Vegemite, the Marmite that they gave us in London. And I'm really, I mean, it's going to take five pounds out of my bag when I move not to have to carry that. So uh, if anybody wants my Marmite, you're welcome to it. Anyway. Have you tried uh, it? Ugh, ugh, ugh. Does that answer your question? 
John, your face, there's a picture of you two trying it, and it was rather hilarious. John's oh, face was so gross. <laughs> so disgusting. Hilarious. I don't understand. There's a lot about British cuisine I don't understand, but the marmite. Okay. Um, hey, we also heard some stuff about IMAX. Yes, crazy big fiery snake's going to be coming right out of the screen. Yeah, the last 20 minutes are going to be in, I think we talked about this briefly last week, but it is going to be coming out in uh, 20 minutes. The last 20 minutes are going to be in 3D, which is just fabulous. I mean, it's crazy. That's crazy. That's the the ministry scene. That's the Voldemort fight. That's, that's every, that's oh all that flying glass, all the water. Mm That we saw that big fiery snake. I mean, oh dear God, it's going to be great. Well, and we saw certainly some new teasers of that big fiery snake, didn't we? In this the last couple days, with the two new trailers. Well, before oh, we get to okay. that, I have to say something about the IMAX. Oh, what could you want to say? I don't know if you guys have seen. <laughs> well, first of all, we got the new one sheet, which is the right. poster of, yeah, of so Harry Potter cool. and the Order of the Phoenix. Awesome! You have little the six of them plus so uh, you know Cho in the back. You have. Chose hanging out. The circle getting bigger, badass people fighting evil. Right. right. Okay. All's well and good. Hermione's up front. We're used to that, but very glad to see that Ron's on the other side, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Now go look at the mm-hmm. IMAX poster. It's in our, ga- Everybody? It's in our galleries. Very, yes. very nice poster. Mm-hmm. Sure. In our galleries. We'll put a link in the show mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. There's been some work to a various, uh, one, one portion of the of the poster. Only one portion mm-hmm. of the seven people on that frame. Only one person has had work done to her. That's right. <laughs> Hermione has gained a lot of fly bly hair, blonde hair. Yeah. And they have cinched her waist and padded her boobs. It's disgraceful. On the IMAX poster. Yes. I, got, I mean, oh dear God, you got it. We're going to put them side by side and you'll, you can see it's actually, I, I know somebody who made an animation and it's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Which we can probably put on podcast.com. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, you know, it's bad enough. Somebody who runs Vogue is yeah. doing hell of it. <laughs> you think that was it? Vogue, Vogue, <laughs> Vogue, Hermione. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's Anna Wintour demanding <laughs> yeah. that you know. Uh, how do you how do you think how do you? <laughs> well, you know how they, they usually retouch all those photos, so. But oh, like, why would they you put know, out two different versions of it. I mean, but do they, there's not a boob and increase your boob size function on my Photoshop. I don't remember seeing that. Oh, no. <laughs> You'd be surprised. There's a couple of pre-rendered programs that do exactly it's that. Hair. But they lightened her hair. They made it yeah. like flow out wider. And, and then they, and they, to- I mean, I'm watching this animation go right now and I am completely astounded. I would be so mad if I was Emma Watson. Well, yeah. I just don't understand why. I mean, if they're going to do something like that, it's like. Who was responsible for it? And then why did that not make the final art for both posters? Exactly. Because it's like, who's stupid enough to think that it's not going to be noticed? Right. Yeah, with the, with this level of fans, you know? And, you know, my, my thought was, and this is just, I mean, my assumption at how, you know, those departments worked is like that, uh, you know, they gave the IMAX promotion people the artwork to work with to make their poster. And they had it in, in you know, such a format where they could individually edit the actors in there. And that's what they chose to do. And it was... On IMAX, is it? Quite likely. But I, I don't know. But I mean, it was bad enough. I don't know, Garth, if you remember this, but a few years ago when Prisoner of Azkaban came out, and there was a big hole to do about Hermione wearing a pink hoodie, you know, which is very stylish and not typically mm-hmm. book Hermione. Now, all of a sudden, she's this fab model. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I mean, she's not. Yeah. It. It's, it's part of the course, unfortunately. I mean, with something like 
these posters where they alter them. This happens with every poster. Really? airbrushed and so forth. But not to these kind of, you know, with this sort of fandom, watching it this closely, you don't get that kind of change that much. But you'd be surprised. A lot of actresses will say that, you know, my waist is nowhere near that skinny. Oh. Or the, the thing that's mostly done is uh, removal of facial oh. pores and moles yeah. and everything like that. What? People are so airbrushed on a lot of these things these yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but I was just shocked by the dramatic. I mean, that's a dramatic body change. That's just, I mean, did they do that to like yeah. a Toby Maguire and Spider Man and stuff? I don't, I don't know. It just seems to me it needs to be. Yeah, really, it's not just for the females; it's yeah. for the guys too. <laughs> oh, totally. Even even more so for the guys. So a lot of them, they have to have special padding on certain things. A lot of the people who pose for those posters, it isn't the star. It's a much you know better figured body well, double. <laughs> I'm a poster body. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> That's got to be a bad job. Hey, I'm a poster double. My face isn't good enough, but my body's great. <laughs> it's just it's just gross it because is. it reinforces all these negative images yes, that we rail against here. And um, totally. you know, it's 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 you don't well, oh, you don't need that with Joe Harry Potter. Too. Yeah, it's, it's against Joe's messages exactly about yeah. about body images and uh, you know how Hermione is supposed to you know symbolize you know all that is. Right in positive role models for girls, and you see, you know, some, you know, pervy promo guy at IMAX corrupt that just because he thinks that would be, look better on his poster. It's like, you know, where where does he get off? You know, yeah, it's just seriously. a lack of respect. He probably worked for Disney Animation. Hey, maybe it's just an advertisement. Well, you know, if, you look at, if you look at The Little Mermaid, if you look at The Lion King, there's yes. all sorts of hidden things <laughs> well, in there. That's all over that's the place. True. Bad. Maybe it's just an, a- an advertisement for what happens when you put on 3D glasses. Hermione's boobs get bigger. Oh, <laughs> like, that'd be crazy. You know? No. You maybe have to put on 3D glasses to see the poster. That way they're in right, in right proportion with the glasses oh, on. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah, a bit I of a stretch, so. that one. <laughs> Outside the boob thing, yes. that's really it's it's awesome art. It's great to see them all kind of badass. Yeah, they look very know? determined. I have to say, and it was nice to see. Although, what's with I gotta say, what's with Ginny though? She looks like you know Sigourney Weaver in the Alien movie. She yes. really, really kicks some ass. I know. It's about time. Hey, but you know what? Our Ginny right. can do the bad bogey, bogey hex, man. So she can match Sigourney. <laughs> so you you go. About she time we saw some great spell. Ginny action. <laughs> that one spell. Crazy. It's the only spell she does. It makes me wonder, like, if, you know, like, she got her hand-me-down spell books from Fred and George, and, like, every other page was torn out except for the Bat Bogey Hex. <laughs> and that's the one spell that she mastered. I love that explanation. I think Joe would love that explanation. But, you no, know, didn't they say she had to learn that just to put up, to stand up to Fred and George? I mean, can you imagine growing up with them as your brothers? Yeah. I don't know. It'd be kind of rough. Seriously, it has, to, it has to harden you a bit. You have Fred and George picking on you as the only girl, right, you know? Right. <laughs> Yeah. But it's finally they need to start bringing Ginny to the forefront because yes. obviously in the next film mm-hmm. she becomes a serious love interest as opposed to you know Cho. Yeah. So yeah. I really didn't want to see Cho in that picture. I know that sounds. I mean, it was nice to see Neville and Luna, but yeah. Just, well, Cho's there because she gets to kiss him. Oh, oh. No. Yeah. And for this film, you have to have Cho standing right between Ginny and Harry because otherwise, you know. Yeah. I mean, I see that. And I guess. That's good. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe also for the balance, because then there'd be three people on one side and two people on the other. It'd be weird. Yeah. And God bless Matt Lewis and him in that blue sweater and that hairdo. (laughs) Oh, that hair. Oh, that hair. (laughs) Oh, my. 
And his his padding, like he told us, that he has to wear fat pads. You can see that on one of those high-res. We got a whole slew of high-res um, photos released, you know, from the trailer. Yeah. And it, you can see the padding underneath his shirt. You can see that because the square <laughs> and the things coming yeah. in. Really? Yes. Oh, it's, nice. it's just so funny, The whatever agenda they have to make this kid heavier mm-hmm. and make Hermione look skinnier. It's like this, you know, let, let the kids... It's just, I'm getting grumpy yeah. now. <laughs> getting I never thought big boobs would get you grumpy, John. Well, I mean, it's just a matter of this is, yeah. you know, our, you know, Hermione here. This is somebody right, right. that we admire right. and, and respect and respect to, to Emma Watson, too. And right. It's just like, yeah, you know, if, 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 you know, you want to, you know, if people are going out to try to find, you know, big boobed people on posters. They've got loads of other places to look. You're going to need Hermione Granger to do that for you, but maybe I'm crazy. Well, just wait till you see the Snape poster, the cleavage they gave him. Oh, my. <laughs> that, oh, I'm very excited for that. I don't, I don't mind Snape. Garth, you're funny. Okay. I think it's time we get to, to real trailer talk because um, we got Gath here. Yay! We have Garth. No That's what better. he's good for. In the fan corner, a one-on-one interview with a new lucky fan each week. Not me, not Hermione, you. Hi, Pottercasters. This is Doris Herman I'm talking to you today, and this is our fan interview. I am very honored to have one of the leaders of the Houston Harry Potter meetup, Jasmine Harrison, is here with me to talk about Perfectus 7. Hi, Jasmine. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm excited too. Being a Houstonian, which I'm really not from, you know, in Houston proper, but I'm close. Um, you guys are doing a huge party for the release. Tell us a little bit about it. All right. Well, I'm going to call it Perfectus 2007, and it's a huge release party for um, book seven, last book in the Harry Potter series. It's bittersweet, um, but we're going to be having a huge party at the Houston Children's Museum. Um, Wizarding Rock Bands, everybody's going to be there. It's going to be really cool. It sounds awesome. And and the Houston Children's Museum, I mean, I have to say that as an adult Harry Potter fan, the Houston Children's Museum is not just for children. Oh, no. It, it is definitely, and, and people who are from Houston, you know, you know that if you're going to go to a great party, it's very elegant. It's very nice. I mean, what a cool place for a party. I, I love going there. Like, I don't even, sometimes I have to borrow people's kids to go because I'm just like, I have to go. It's so much fun. Oh, well, you ready for this? I don't even go with kids sometimes because <laughs> I just love it. I mean, it's it's such a cool place. And it, I think it's awesome that the Children's Museum in Houston is letting you have this party for 2,000 people. I know. There. I'm excited. I think you're nuts. 2,000 people? I can do it. I think, like, with enough help, we can really, like, get this thing off the ground. I've got, like, a lot of support, like, online and off from my meetup group. Um, and Monica, she's, like, the member liaison from the um, Houston Children's Museum. She's actually joined the group because she's so excited. Okay, so you're going to have um, the Magic Cauldron, and they're going to have cooking demonstrations? Well, actually, we have the author of the Harry Potter cookbook. She's going to be doing cooking demonstrations, um, recipes from her cookbook. We're really excited. Um, and the Magic Cauldron has just volunteered to do whatever they can for the whole event. Now, you had said that there might be an auction. Tell us about that. 
Um, well, the Wizarding World Press, the people who make the, you know, Predicting the Future and Harry Potter, they've actually agreed to donate some of their books that we can auction off as like, you know, little prize things throughout the night. So that's going to be really cool, too. I'm excited. Yeah. And I hear that. And you're going to have a Wizarding Rock Band there. Awesome. Um, Like Wizarding Rock Band from all over have like been contacting me on MySpace, things like that. Um, I've contacted Jenny and the Weasleys because they're the ones I really want. So I'm really hoping for them. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they, they sound really cool. Yeah. That many people, like, what are you going to do if you end up with more than 2,000? Because by the time this comes out, like a kajillion people are going to want to go. Well, I'm going to beg and plead with the Houston Children's Museum to let me move the, the event like out into like the parking lot. Because the parking lot's not very, it's just across the little like walkway from mm-hmm. the museum. And we could totally set up more booths out there, more uh, like bands out there, just more have more people. Well, is the museum going to allow costumes if people want to come in their Harry Potter clothes? Of course. I'm like already thinking about my costume, but yeah, costumes um, are more than welcome. What are you going as? Umbridge. I'm going as Umbridge. <laughs> no, you want to be a toad? Oh, I even have, I have a stamp that I've ordered that I can stamp on people's hands that say I must not tell lies. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I have a, um, I have a Bellatrix costume, so that's like my standard costume to wear. Everyone says, I don't know if this is a compliment, but that I kind of remind them of Umbridge. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go with her. That and that's awesome, though. I mean, Umbridge is that's just awesome. She's so de- she's like deliciously evil. She is in, in a, a weird way. Yeah, weird toad like way. Now, are you going to have books there or what are you trying to arrange for books? Because at midnight, everybody's going to either run out the door or you're going to have to have books there for people to read. Okay, I know that the Houston Children's Museum is are authorized to sell books, so I want to have maybe we can are able to like sell books through them. Um, they I, they more than likely will have a connection through Scholastic, so I'm going to see if I can bring the books in and then have the books sold through the Houston Children's Museum. That is cool. And and the good thing about the Children's Museum too is that it's it's kind of a, a party place for people of all ages so it's um i was looking at it online it is handicap accessible which is awesome for people who need a little extra room to to move around mm-hmm. um you know but then there's places for little guys to run and play and jump so you don't have to you know stand there and not touch anything oh yeah or... it's perfect for like the whole family because i was considering like the art museum and i realized that may even bore me so this is just like really great for the entire family so yeah now how many people do you have in your meetup to help you with this because you're gonna need a huge group of helpers right now i have maybe like four or five <laughs> so that's um it, they, they've been doing a lot. They've helped me a lot. But what I want to do is maybe the first weekend of May, do a citywide call for volunteers. Pe- people who'd like to help with um, sponsorship, um, sanctioning from Warner Brothers and Scholastic, um, like little goodie bags, things that we can collect from around the com- community. So I think at the beginning of May, I will be putting together a citywide call for volunteers. That is that is just awesome. And, and, you know, Houston is such a great town for 
this kind of event that you're going to have, you're going to have lots of people helping. You. I'm excited. I know I've um, kind of worked with like volunteers from Houston before and everyone's just so energetic. So I'm really looking forward yeah. to that. Now you guys are going to be at Phoenix Rising too, trying to get some help, right? We are going to have our rendezvous on Friday at Cafe Dumont in the morning. I think it's either 10 or 11, but we should be printed in the um, program. Awesome. Well, now, since we're talking about uh, the release party, let's talk a little bit about the book. What do you think is going to happen in the seventh book? Give me some of your predictions. Okay. Um, Everyone's going to hate me, but I kind of think that Snape is bad. Why not? I mean, they say that Dumbledore trusts Snape, but maybe Dumbledore trusts Snape to do the wrong thing. Oh, that's kind of a neat way to look at it. Not really neat as in I agree with you, because, you know, I don't want people to hate me. But neat as in interesting. So I'm really like, I mean, Snape is the perfect villain. He's the perfect, like, can he be redeemed or not? He's the perfect, like, Gollum-esque character. And so I really, but I really think that he could just be all bad. And that Dumbledore was looking for a man who'd, like, you know, off him so that that would give Harry a clear path to do what he needs to do. Because if Dumbledore was there, Harry would always have that person to lean on. And not be able to reach his full potential, which is to destroy Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think Harry's going to make it through the end of the series and live? Or do you think that Harry's going to pass through the veil and go visit his parents? Mm. You know, at the beginning, I thought that Harry would live. And then when I read that she was setting up helplines, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of worried for him. I'm kind of worried. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, he, it may come down to the fact that he himself is a horcrux and will have to destroy or someone will have to destroy him in order, you know, to bring good to all humanity because it's been said he's got that saving people complex. So it must, that may be what it's for. So hmm. that's my that's my prediction. It's your prediction there. So you think Umbridge will be in the last book? I don't know. I kind of hope so. I mean, she made me angry. Like she was the one who just like made my blood boil in the fifth, in the fifth book. But she's just like, I don't know. She brings that out into me. So I love her as a character. So, and one of our uh, members, Mika actually thinks that the mirror of Erised and the veil are connected. So that maybe the mirror of Erised is a portal into behind the veil. So we'll have to wait and see on that. That's interesting. She needs to write an essay. For I know. I've been that. telling her. I was like, this is an awesome theory. So, Yeah, that's very cool, Mika. Uh, get to that. We, we expect that very soon. I know a couple of scribulous editors who would be, you know, all over that one. That sounds good. Very good. Well, tell me, um, in your meetup, what are some of the things you guys talk about? Because I know I've, I've been to one of your meetings. It's been, it was a lot of fun. I'm actually a member of the Houston Harry Potter meetup group so uh, what are some of the things that people in the group are talking about might happen in the next book let's see there like i said there's been a lot of veil talk they're also thinking that it's a general kind of consensus that harry is a horcrux what about shipping does anybody think that ron and hermione will finally kiss you know i'm pretty i think we're kind of like gagged out on the shipping we've got some interesting um laura actually has some very interesting theories about harry and snape um we have a lot of snape 
and other people kind of shipping going on. <laughs> I don't want to know. You yeah. know, you don't want to know. Um, we kind of venture down that road sometimes because we have um, Rachel, who is a member of Snapecast. Yes. Who kind of yes. steers us in that direction. <laughs> so it's fun. I mean, we're, we're doing our um, house cup competition. Everyone's been divided into houses and we compete for points for the end. Like, I think it ends in May and it's our house cup. So. Awesome. Good. Well, it sounds like you guys are just, y'all have like the cream of the crop party planned for everybody for the opening. I can't wait to to see the pictures. You are going to take pictures and put them on Leaky's wonderful image gallery, aren't you? Of course. I have a friend, um, RJ, who's like a professional photographer and he's already like agreed to take pictures and video. We're going to have tons of that. Put it, we'll put it up for y'all. Good. Good. It'll be fun to see. I know um, from some of the other events, one of the neatest things to come from it is looking at all the different parties and all the different people just to see what everybody did or or decided to wear or, you know, how funny people look, you know, as they're reading the book. This is the last book. We just have to do it up big, I think. I've always wanted to do something like this. So when you get the book, are you going to... I'm just going to, I think I'm going to like lock myself away in some sort of hotel room, turn off all the phones and just like read. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, um, I think I'm going to do that too. And, and if, if I have any spoilers that come my way on the la- leaky lounge, I'm going to, you know, scream because that happened with me in Half-Blood Prince and I was so distraught for weeks. Poor Sue. And um, Sue had to console me when I found out Dumbledore died. I cried for like two oh, me hours. Too. Me too. I needed like grief counseling when I was done. So that's why I'm kind of upset. I'm like, I'm kind of worried about the phone line she has set up. I'm like, oh, wow. Because I really like barely handle Dumbledore. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I keep thinking... At some point, you know, I'm, I'm going to come to a, a, a conclusion of what I think is going to happen at the end. But, you know, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. There are so many things. When the title came out, I thought, oh, oh, I can see this happening now. And then I thought, no, 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 maybe not. And so I, I keep going back and forth. I think I, I think Snape is good, though. So there you go. We disagree on that one. It's just such, I don't know, for me, it's a very um, vague title. I'm just like, oh, wow. Okay, Hallows, but what kind of word is Hallows? So it's very, I don't know, it's very like evasive for me, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting for chapter titles. Now that we know how many pages, we need chapter titles to kind of give us a little more information. But, well, Jasmine, thank you for telling us about Perfectus 7. Oh, and I have to tell you guys, Jasmine just told me this. Um, Perfectus is the Latin word for finished. That is such an awesome, awesome way to name your event. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. That's very cool. Did you come up with that yourself? I did. I was like, I need a kind of Latin Harry Potter kind of esque word. And I was just typing in. I was like, what about finished? And then there it was. I was like, that's perfect. Yes. Perfectus seven. I love it. Um, and that is the Houston Harry Potter meetup. It's going to be a huge, huge party starting at 8, 8 p.m. And the night before 8 p.m central time by the way the night before the the book comes out and it's at the houston children's museum which is just one of the most incredible museums in all of the world but because it's in houston it has to be because everything in houston is awesome and i guess for more information um they can go to myspace.com slash perfectus 2007 and perfectus is just the word perfect and us on the end awesome great 
Thanks a lot, Jasmine. Thank you. And hi to everybody in the Houston Harry Potter meetup. Hopefully I'll get to come to a meeting soon and see you guys. We'd love to have you. Great. Thanks a lot. Bye, everybody. All right, Garth. First of all, overall, I mean, you you watch a lot of trailers. This is this is Garth yeah. runs DarkHorizons.com. It's movies are his life. Every movie, so he gets the good and he gets the bad. Where does this trailer rank? And believe me, there's plenty of bad. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where does this trailer rank on your? But not with scale? Harry Potter. Uh, this tra- the the U.S. trailer. Yeah, mm-hmm. the new one. Mm-hmm. Stands as the best trailer this year, yeah. without question. No kidding. Question. The only one that even came close was probably the Pirates of the Caribbean trailer. What about oh, the Spider-Man? The Spider-Man? Really? Interest. No. Wow. No. Because um, it was also Spider-Man diluted itself because it had about six yeah, different trailers. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. they kind of, you know, it sort of wore out. They blended well, together. Well, when they put Venom in it, it kind of ruined it for me. But, yeah. That's what you're yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That Pirates of the Caribbean was pretty fabulous, too, with that, that shot of them going over the end of the world was pretty dramatic. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it... Because also there was nothing else from it at the time that there'd been no materials that had come out. That was the first yeah. glimpse of it, and it surprised a lot of people. Whereas with this one, uh, the teaser was a good teaser, but it was mostly for fans. This was the first time they had a trailer, which is like, wow, this can really compete against anything else. It'll flatten everything else. Wow, that's a good point. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. It was such a such a huge shock and reminder watching it <laughs> of how many huge things happen in this film. Huge mm. Dumbled the Dumbledore escape scene. Did you see that? Gorgeous. That's oh, my favorite in the whole darn Gorgeous. thing. In the whole book. Beautiful. And did you see the stellar performance from Dallas in there too? <laughs> yep. Standing there like a champ. He was moving so fast, he was like invisible. You could hardly see him. No, I'm, right. I'm warning you, WB. If you cut him out of that scene, I'm gonna organize all kinds of movements against you. <laughs> Online petitions. Yes. We'll sell t shirts. Well, give out buttons and flyers. It will be dangerous. Thank you. I love you. So seriously, I'm really glad to hear. I'm really glad to hear from Garth that he thinks this is the best trailer of the year because I thought, I thought, you know, we felt that way, and you feel like maybe it's just because we're fans, but it really does seem to stand up to. No, it it surprised a lot of people. I because I do a lot of reading of other sites, people in the same field. And uh, there's like, like a lot of people were commenting on the trailer, and they were shocked. Really? Even the people who were saying they were not huge Harry Potter fans, they were like, "My God, I'm totally have to see this now." Wow. Yeah. Well, I thought the the it's, music it's, was it's the music everybody. was so good too. I mean, and moving the pacing, just I mean, from that point of view, I just thought, "Wow, they've really stepped it up." Oh, it was it was beautifully edited together. But I think one thing that shocked it certainly shocked me was uh, David Yates, is because he's known for doing these small political right. dramas. And so I knew all the talking scenes would be great. It was the big action scenes I was wondering about, and he nailed it perfectly. Oh, I get chills just thinking about Voldemort with his arms outstretched and all the glass around him. And, and all the glass. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so I, cool. I can't even think of I get for Clemps. <laughs> oh, the, the, Bellatrix, the Bellatrix scurrying back into the green fire, that just, yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Her fluing out of the ministry yeah. or fluing into the ministry, whatever she's doing. That's awesome. Oh, mind-boggling. Um, so what, what are and some people's are Azkaban finally yay yeah we can talk about it now Azkaban's huge Azkaban is but did you see that it got blasted with a hole in the side it was a gigantic hole and she was the only person in front of it 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they blasted away like that? a quarter of the prison, and it's only Bellatrix. Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw. <laughs> I don't know, but there was a shot. It was there was this big gap at the top, yeah, and there was like three or four people flying around it. Oh, there were. I, I didn't see the three or four. Those were Dementors, people. weren't they? The the guards. Yeah, I think it was yeah. the, the Dementors. Yeah. Probably. Okay, talk about gross though. Did you see that picture of her looking all mad and crazy and lunatic in prison? The, the shot of Bella. Oh, yeah. oh damn! With the bad teeth in there. Oh my goodness! But that, that gave me the. the didn't it give you the chills when you saw that? It made me do. I just went yeah. wow. That after like fourteen years, this is still what she's like yeah. in there. Now, when that shot of Bellatrix throwing them the spell, the big green lighting and everything came on, I thought. Sue is going to love yeah, this. Well, <clears throat> you know, she just looked like right there. I saw her madness and her evil and her power, you know, because I don't I mean, Bellatrix, I mean, as insane as she is, she's one powerful witch. And that was a really cool spell of her. Just she kind of looked like a little bit of that hair, though, still reminds me of uh, the chick from Adam's family. But um or the Munsters, whatever. <laughs> it's a bride <laughs> of Frankenstein yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But I just thought she just looked dramatic, you know, but then. There's somebody else who made his appearance in this trailer, and I was very happy. <laughs> All three frames of him. Oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> three frames. There he was. <laughs> I didn't care, but he looked bad. Did you look? If you look at our, we have these fabulous high red cells, and look at it. It looks like he has a sword, man. I was like, you're going to do battle. I know it's his cane. He's got it, whatever, but it just looks like a yeah, it's that shot of Lucius and Bellatrix together in the, out, in the <sighs> Carter. That Maybe was, his, that's like, a great shot. His, his cane can, like, whip out a sword out of it too like it can pull his wand and it can pull a sword it's like a magical well he did hint to us in london that there was some kind of special cane thing happening in this well film. maybe that's it yeah, oh, yeah, it says, yeah like he had, he had some kind of idea like about you know maybe i could do this and they're like you know that actually is pretty cool because look and at him. I mean, does it. doesn't it look at the way he's gripping that thing? It just looks like a sword to me, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, if whether it was he stole the swipe that from when he was Captain Hook, whatever, but he just looks fab. And you can see ah. the leather, and I'm like, go, oh, baby, on all those prophecy clothes. Sue's going to go to a quiet room yeah. and relax for a few minutes and then read okay, when she's ready. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be good. Okay, let's talk about the, the, so the prophecy globes around there, Melissa. Look at all those things. We can yeah, keep the okay. kids I'm done. I'm done. I'll be good. Yeah. We're <laughs> Talk about prophecies. Did you see them raining down yes. like like raindrops? Just so many. Oh, how yeah. many prophecies get made? Well, you got to think there's how many people in the world can do divination and could do prophecies. Mm, and like what is the process of which the ministry obtains the prophecies? I think this is probably... a lot of empty globes on yeah, standby. like a room, like yeah. a little conveyor belt. They probably set something up, some <laughs> archaic, archaic magic yeah. set it up that when there is a prophecy, a true one made, well, just like it gets captured. The book that McGonagall has that automatically appears with the people's names that are magical when they're born. Yeah. So 11 years later, they can be contacted. We do know of magic that happens automatically without assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the whole what about the, the point. The what? What's, hap- what's the happening? Fountains. What's, the gold what's, fountains. What's the wizard fountain. He's not even connected to the rest of them, is he? That's a little strange well, to me. There's two maybe, separate fountains, yeah. Maybe they did that to to show how the ministry favors the the wizards over everything. Because in one frame of a scene, you might not get it, whereas you can describe it in a book. But if you take him out and make him bigger and make him more imposing, mm-hmm. it's more visible to one shot Well, we kn- that it's it's wizards and everybody else. We know that... Well, he's noticeably, noticeably bigger than the creatures. We yeah. know that he wasn't actually built on set. 
Yeah. I, re- I remember I remember hearing that because you know he wasn't he wasn't there when we were when he was getting put together, and they said that he yeah would, they just had the bases they CG'd him later. It's going to be all CG, which is cool. And I think is he is it looks like he's floating almost, but maybe I just didn't see it that frame it. He looks like a statue oh, of a dictator. He, he reminded me of Marx, like one of those... Lenin. You know, that's, yeah, that's what reminded me of. yeah. I don't know. It's sort of creepy. You know, that was awesome to have those memos come flying in, you know. Lennon with the yeah. hat. Huh? I mean, I just thought that was hilarious. But I, I still have issues with the scale. John and I were talking we were talking about this, but it just looks the scale of, of the No, I don't yeah. get this yet. Issues with the scale? scale? Well, but there's the offices in the window, the front, you know, and then you can see that maybe it's, maybe it was just my perspective thrown off like by the giant um, wizard that you were all talking about. We are just talking about. Well, no, they, they you know. We know that they they copied additional offices in there to make the ministry just look massive. Yeah, and it's it's you know it's in in the background, Here's and it just picture. looks like it's it's the people are the offices are too big to be as far in the background as. All right. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. As, as they should be. Yes. Thank you. That because that's I I just thought well maybe it's me I, I don't know but it just kind it it just um it just didn't look like it was Hold right. On. I'm looking at it now. You see what I'm saying? The first... No, it's so funny. There's this big, giant male wizard, but the, the female wizard is a lot smaller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's, I didn't know this was also a sexist... Well, you know, I'm not surprised, but... Um, Maybe he's yeah, a giant. I <laughs> but it's... I, guess, I mean, I guess. They look a little strange, but... Yeah. But were they... The... Know, it looks... It's, it's, meant to, it's meant to reflect, like, most ministries. I guess it's a statement, a political statement in many ways, because just the, the sheer size of bureaucracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to say that they look... The ones right next to the statue on the left look like they're too small. Yeah. Like, how far so away are we supposed to assume that is by how much in But they're supposed they to be small. It's the whole idea of small little cubby holes. Yeah, right. but the people, the people aren't... Three feet tall, either, unless yeah. that's like the Munchkin no, they look, offices. They look fine. <laughs> exactly they look right, John. It is. <laughs> is this where all the goblins work or something? Or they're, they, have they look normal five height. Five feet tall ceilings. But, but look at the size of the windows, though. I mean, you can see the man, yeah. the head, his feet at the base of the wizard, and then go to those, and there's sets of three. Just they, they put like too many rows in to make them small. I agree with you, John. It just looks. Something just looks off. It just, it's something you can't explain. It just looks off. Okay. I just thought maybe. But. I'm, I'm not too broken up about Well, I know. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, this is, one, this is one of those things that's supposed to be just glimpsed I rather know. than studied very carefully. Yeah. So. You don't have obsessions. We are studiers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fandom all right. So let me ask you this question. Yeah, come well, on. Did you, watch, you watched the film like, like Gladiator or something. Did you really get worried that there were too many crowds no. in the far <laughs> distance of those Rome shots? <laughs> Good point. Don't get me started on Gladiator. But uh, I, okay. I forgot what y'all were talking. Did you say you saw the statues when you were there at the set? The the no, no there were no statues. That they were just, just the base. getting the them in. But yeah, okay. the, um, we we saw set pictures. I, I forget. Didn't didn't they come out set pictures of of the statues? That a coming? sketch, I think, of the small one, not yeah. the big one. Peculiar. Well, other favorite moments in this trailer. Um, I have to say. Dumbledore coming into the ministry with his hair kind of like blown back, looking all badass, yeah. and Voldemort waiting with his wand resting on his hand, like like that 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 urgency. That you know that the two of them are about to battle. Oh my god! He drops from the sky. Amazing! It's amazing! It's amazing! Just the hugeness of it. It reminds me of when I read the book, and I was like, oh oh my god, Voldemort and Dumbledore are fighting! And finally, you know? finally. Hmm. 
But it was also, it's especially surprising considering the book all over is one of the smaller books in terms of just scope. It's just the battle and the political stuff at the school. And, you know, that made it look so epic. Yeah. You know, it's true. They did make this all seem a lot bigger than it was in my head. I mean, oh. I guess that's what they well, did. I don't know why film, they had to make you know? the battle leave the ministry. Like, like we were hearing about when they get on their brooms and start flying back towards Hogwarts and shooting off spells at each other. I don't know if that was really necessary to extend the battle that much. I would have been fine if it stayed all in the ministry, but... John, that was... To have them flying and fighting? No, that's that's too much. That's also wrong. No. They don't leave the ministry. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's all in the ministry. It's still accurate to the book. It's all in the ministry, You can see the... Waterfall say. I had, I had, a, I had an to email funny. of someone saying that. Um, hmm. Can, can, no. Can I ask you? Because you can see, you can see, you can see when Voldemort is speaking to Harry and he says, "You will lose everything." You can see that all the windows behind him are blown out. So it's after the big fight, right. and he's apparently got a quiet moment with Harry, and he's going to taunt him. And, oh. <laughs> you know. Creepy. Speaking of the battle, you seriously got an email like well, that? that? Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, even that panel shot at the beginning was very is a lot different than I expected. Oh, from the door. There's somebody messing with me. Yeah. Yeah, the door, but it's like it's this this tunnel because the floor is completely reflective. It's this weird tube kind of yeah. effect. Well, now I'm curious. At what point Dumbledore's or not Dumbledore Voldemort says that line to Harry when they had this quiet moment? If the windows are already blown out, then where did Dumbledore go? Maybe he. Maybe it looked like he was going because I think this also happens in the book. It looked like Voldemort was going to win. It looked like right. Dumbledore had been, you know, put off, and Voldemort was going to win. But then Voldemort tries to occupy Harry and right. can't because of the his soul. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So there could be this moment in between the big fight where it looks like Voldemort's going to win, mm-hmm. and you know, they have I thought it ended they, when when Dumbledore talk. put Voldemort in that water shell and then he disappeared and the water all fell and we thought. He killed Voldemort, and then Voldemort appears. No, it Harry. ended. It, no, well, right. It, that's when it ended. But who knows what they did in the movie? Right. Honestly, yeah, they'll probably just make it. Yeah, a cliffhanger situation for Harry, so they can. And then D- Dumbledore will say that. I just have a hard time imagining Dumbledore giving Voldemort some talk talking time with Harry. Just going to let him stand there and well, watch I'm him. Pretty sure he won't. Let just let him do it. Well, then where is Dumbledore? <laughs> John, obviously he's somewhere. Yeah, hand in his pockets. Obviously, he's not able to answer. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? You think that they would? Well, do you think that they would notice that Dumbledore would be standing there watching? Mm, no, no. What do you mean, no? I don't think Dumbledore. Harry even notes that Dumbledore's scared. Yeah. Uh, up and, up until the point where Voldemort possesses Harry, Dumbledore is in control of that. No, no, otherwise Harry wouldn't have had time to note that Dumbledore was scared. I'm See? not talking about that part. <laughs> I'm not up I'm until up, the whole the, during, during the whole battle before Harry gets possessed. Dumbledore was owning no. Voldemort. And when Harry gets possessed, that's not when he says that Dumbledore was scared. Therefore, at some other point during the battle, mm-hmm. are you positive? Yes. How would I forget something like Harry saying that for the first time he felt like Dumbledore looked scared? How could I possibly? Yeah, and that's when Dumbledore that. or Voldemort disappeared, and then he, he Dumbledore looks scared, and then he possesses Harry. But so therefore, he's not in control the whole time. Well, until he disappears and then possesses Harry. That's what I said. John, 
Yeah, the line here, you're right, Melissa. You're the not f- making any coherent point. Like He says it. You're right, Melissa. He does say it. For the first time, Dumbledore <sighs> sounded frightened. Harry could not see why. Second, yeah, where was Voldemort? It's not right. But who cares? You're arguing, you're arguing that until, you're arguing that outside it's, of the it's moment a where. We won't know until. I know. He's like, <laughs> I'm just, you're I'm arguing just that outside of the moment what. that. You're arguing that outside of the moment that Voldemort possessed Harry, Dumbledore was in control the whole time. Obviously not, because Harry says that Dumbledore is scared, and that's not when Voldemort's possessing him, so you're wrong. Yeah, but it's when D- Voldemort is gone when he Dumbledore looks scared because he so know what's so now happening. it's now so now it's he's in control the whole time except when Voldemort's gone and except when he possesses. Yes. I mean, he's not in control the whole time. That's a true statement. He's not in control the whole time. If he was in control the whole time, Voldemort would have been vanquished. <sighs> if he was in control at all, Voldemort would have been vanquished. You're gonna make me write this out. <laughs> <laughs> 2,000 words. I will not okay. confuse no, our seriously. listeners by John Newey 10,000 times. John, honest, John, these smart filmmakers would not create a film in which Dumbledore was sitting there twiddling his thumbs while Voldemort and Harry chatted. Obviously, That's he's trying unable to, figure out to intervene. When this because Dumbledore was it's never incapacitated. We don't by know. Voldemort. We won't know until it, until it is. Well, I know. I'm just trying to use book logic to figure it out. But this is a movie. Oh, this I know. Yeah, yeah, there's there's you can logic, use the book logic to well, guess. <laughs> Well, like we said at the beginning of all this, in the back, you can see all the windows are blown out. So he and Dumbledore have already had the big fight. The image of Voldemort speaking to Harry, all the windows are broken already. So the big fight has occurred. Yeah. We don't even know if, it's, if he's speaking to Harry. Because the, he says Harry Potter while the logo is on. And then he says, you will lose. That He could be saying Harry Potter in a different time in the film. Mm-hmm. And they've just cut it together to look like it's the same line. Mm-hmm. That's a good, good point. point. All right, can I, can I ask, a, can we change the subject about something else? Because I'm confused. The Please. one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm lost on <laughs> is what... Well, can I ask, why does, why does Umbridge look like my grandmother? <laughs> Did you like... <laughs> wow, Garth. Your grandma's going to send you emails now for that. <laughs> Good job. Here, Grandma, I'm going to come on a show and, and, and make fun of you. Does she wear a pink cardigan, though, with a little cat, a little brooch on her? Little... Not pink, but otherwise, it's that, that, that little... The number she says when she says this was a lie, that is her to a T. Otherwise, I think it's maybe blue Whoa. rather than pink, but otherwise it's the same woman. <laughs> Whoa. She doesn't make you write lines, did she, when you were bad little Garza? No. Oh, no. no, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Oh. Well, I'm still stumped by the DA kind of, kind of doing the, like, I don't know, Matrix kind of flinging in the midair, kind of hovering over the ground shot. When they stopped hovering? Yeah, what is that? Are they in the space room? Is that what this is? The what now? That's the room with the mirror, I think. You think? The, with the mirror? Yeah. The veil. Well, what, you know, this, the veil, sorry. Because um, we, saw, we saw some of that on the set. They were shooting some of that. That looked like that set. Like dirt, right? So my guess is like, that's from the veil room some, some So point. can they not touch the ground? Like, how does this... Yeah. Oh. It was a dirt floor. So how come they didn't touch know. the ground? You see this? And then they have to yeah, like obviously that. get to the veil at some point. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow. It's very mission impossible. Yeah. But they sort of deliberately yeah. try to avoid the ground from the looks of it. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like something yeah, we've stops seen, we've them. Saw one, well, we saw one of, the fu- one of the first publicity stills that got released in the last couple of weeks. There was a shot of them in the room with that significant blue line. Oh, and the right, black right. In the yeah. And that was that room, I'm pretty sure. Because it was that weird blue lighting which we saw when we were shooting it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know why they'd have to be all matrixy. I don't get it. But hey, other other <laughs> it's things. It's Warner Brothers. Come on. Yeah, no, seriously. 
Other things in the trailer, um, Harry's speech to the yes. DA. Wasn't that wonderful? Yeah. All great wizards in the world started out as nothing more than what we are now. If they can do it, why not us? Well, people oh, were making God. a deal about like the, the people that they showed yeah, I did. during that speech, and they showed Snape. They're like, oh, Snape's one of the good guys. But it's like, didn't they show Voldemort second? Yeah, they did. They show people. They did show forget Voldemort. that part. <laughs> well, and they're but, like, "Well, they said great wizards." Right. I and think then, I, thought, I made a big deal because it was neat that I mean, he Snape is a great wizard, and I think people forget that he's very powerful. So I thought it was cool. Well, great they, in the meanings of powerful, great as yeah. in like good. No, great in the, as in the meaning of powerful. Powerful. I mean, he's a very skilled, powerful wizard. Yeah. You know. So some people, were, I think, were using it like, uh, you know, for trying to use the trailer as grounds to say Snape is one of the good guys. Oh, I see. Okay. Be like, they said he was a great wizard, and there, there was Snape, and then... Okay, they're going to spoil book seven uh, in, exactly. the, in, the, in the trailer for movie yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, you know. Sure. Editors get a letter from Christopher Little. You ruined some it. People, some people could say, you know, the, the poor kid that got... Oh, that's what he deserves. That's what he deserves. <laughs> but that's love of course. How does that right? get into the DA? A- Punky Brewster is in there because they think <laughs> that <laughs> they think that the movie's not going to appeal to the little kids anymore because they've all grown Punky up so Brewster. much. So they got to put in the little guy to you know make sure that the ten year olds still have a good time with the movie. Yeah. You know, give me a break. Somewhere, uh, Salil Moon Fry is. Yeah, preparing a lawsuit. So let alone fry in the DM. You know, oh, John, you're right. My little boy did laugh at that part. I hate to admit it, but it's true. Exactly. Oh, that's what it's there for. Like, eh, the kids my age are still in the DA. <laughs> and and the like, slaps the comedy of somebody falling on his head, you know? I don't know, exactly. Just a little punching bag. <laughs> but, you know, the part that bothered me, maybe it's Wingardium Leviosa. I don't know if that's an EA spell or a real spell, but I thought, isn't that Leva Corpses? Don't we learn that in Haplet Prince? I don't know. That's a minor point. No, Leva yeah. Corpus is when Mobile the... Corpus? Leva Corpus is... Yeah. No, Corpus is when you're... Um, isn't that the one that you get upside down by your toes? That, that one? Oh, is that is that what James did to... Or they, James did to Snape then? I is think it's Leva it? Corpus. Okay. No, it can't be. Is it Leva Corpus? I don't know. I forget what that spell is. I just thought that this was a... Sp- I think so, because Mobile Corpus is the one that they moved to. Oh... Okay, I just thought that. Okay, see, I'm confused. See, I'm not the one to ask. I guess I should. I don't know. Should looked it up first. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I believe it's Love of Corpus, but hey, I could okay. be wrong. No, you're probably right. Um, hey, so we saw the Thestrals, and yeah. it turns out Luna doesn't ride side saddle on the Thestrals. <laughs> Was that ever a rumor? <laughs> <laughs> she's a little cowgirl. <laughs> she's no. She's not riding side saddle. She does. She rides side saddle in the in the book. It's one of her great moments when everybody's like all freaked out getting on these crazy, weird, white-eyed horses. And she just sits on a daintily side saddle. You know yeah. what? Listen, that's a good point. But I understand why it looks silly. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. That's yeah. right. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'd think she Ivana sort of would be all up in arms Luna, about that. That's what that. she does. I know. She hasn't said anything about <laughs> like, it. Actually, I ride it this way. And the effects guy yeah. is like, no, you do it this way because no, you, we're only really insured don't. for you to ride the rig this way. <laughs> and if you don't, we yeah, can get in trouble. Totally. <laughs> Like this grumpy old but guy. It, yeah, it might look a little silly <laughs> in the film. Yeah. I understand. And what do you think of the uh, the Dumbledore and uh, Voldemort fight, which has the same dripping white magic goo effect from the last film? Yeah, looking like it's ex- like Priori and Cantatum a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, it has that same effect. I'm wondering yeah. you know, what, why that decision was made. It was interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It's very electrocution style fighting. It's very running out of filters. It, there's a there's the yeah, that's right. They don't have enough money for an extra photo filter. There's 
<laughs> but there's that one shot of them standing like like across the hall from each other and just blasting each other. Yeah. Ugh, and awesome. they're doing a lot of wandless magic too, which is awesome. I love. You see Harry just cowering in the yeah. back. Harry's all like, ah, Expelliarmus, Expelliarmus. That's all I know they how to do. They did get an Expelliarmus in the international trailer, John. What's that? Did you see that? There was an Expelliarmus in the, na- in the international yeah. trailer. There was, there was. There was. And Expecto Patronum. John's thing, guard. Oh, Expelliarmus is everywhere these days. It was on Doctor yeah. Who the other week. Yes, no. it was. No, it wasn't. Was it yes. really? That's how yes, he was. saved the day. Awesome. David Tennant saved the day. With Expelliarmus? Yeah. Yeah, seriously, he really did. The, 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 yeah, they none of the, yeah, they none of the did that. They did the reference where he goes, you know, wait till you read book seven. Yeah, I cry. That's hilarious. We have a little clip of that oh, that's on, our, on our site, Melly. We have it. <laughs> had the video. Of course we do. I, I shouldn't even question. These guys are amazing. They just, they see it, they get it right into the galleries. Awesome. Um... No, um, it looked awesome. I mean, yeah, I saw the Expelliarmus, and I just thought, oh, yeah. John. It's like, John, like Garth's thing is that Garth John's thing is that is that John, Expelliarmus is the only spell Harry knows. <laughs> it's the only one he's comfortable yeah. with. It's like <laughs> he'll be in the DA, and he'll be like, "This is how to do stupefies. This is how to do this and that." But you know, when you're in the face of danger and, and, and death, is, death, death is staring you right in the face, the only one that'll come to your lips is Expelliarmus, and you know what? It'll <laughs> usually get you off. So. It's all It'll good. usually help you out. Yeah. Yeah. All you need is a spelling. <laughs> Don't <armist>. worry. <laughs> there was also a shot of the mirror of Erised in this in this trailer. There was very yeah. very, very quick. And at first, I thought it was one of those flashbacky things because they have clips from you know Sorcerer's Stone in here. But no, it's grown up Harry looking in on the room, which is so curious. Sounds like it's a dream or a vision, you know. One other thing that was noticing was the uh, the shot with the Dementor, where he throws the spell at the Dementor. The actual spell effect, if you go slowly, it sort of outpaces his wand. Yeah, yeah. It does what? Prong comes up from behind yeah, him. Oh yeah, comes up from behind him. It goes like yeah. through his wand. Well, there Come was on. a part in the book where he there was two Dementors. And he sent out the curse the first time, not the curse, the true. thing, the spell, the first time. And then he directs it with his wand. He says, no, go over, the, over there. There's another one. I don't even think with his wand. He just, he just said, go get that one. And oh. he directs it. And yeah. Prongs listens to him, which is sort of cool. Yeah. It, it makes you wonder just how responsive Prongs can be. Mm-hmm. Like, like, have like a chat. Looks like we're going to see him in book seven, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, but I was surprised by so the, we, the Dementor attack in the alley because I thought, you know, when you read the book, you think you're picturing this quiet little English neighborhood alley, and it looks like something out of East London. Just you know, seriously, <laughs> it really does. Where's the junkie shooting up in the corner? Where's that's the kind of thing? and and Dudley looks like he's in a he's in a football gang, and mm-hmm. you know, and he's laying on the floor in the trailer too. He's laying flat on the floor, and the Dementor is hovering right over him. I wonder if we'll ever find out what he is so screaming about. Do we know <laughs> if we'll find that out in book seven? What Joe Joe has implied that we would. And the, what Dudley the, sees when a Dementor The curious thing is, you know how when Harry sees you know, mentors, you know, Azkaban, we hear like, Harry! Like, really loud. And like, like his mom's voice. Like, are we going to hear what what Dudley is hearing if they, you know, give us a shot of, of Dudley reacting to the Dementors? I don't know. And, I really and, don't and think would so. would it be accurate to the actual fear? I don't think so. They're not going to, they're not going to spoil... Well, if it's a big, you know? if it's a big reveal, probably not. But if it's just a little bonus extra thing, then I guess kind of like we find out what you know some of the DAs Patronuses are that we never actually found out in the book. But 
We, s- we know, saw an international trailer they, of Luna's they, that. That's ex- exactly, but we didn't know it in the book. Yeah. But we're to assume that it's accurate because that's a detail that they would have had corroborated. Mm, true. Yeah, definitely. Hers well, is a I, hair. I don't think the one that we saw in the trailer was actually hers. I could be wrong. Oh, really? So my imagination was that shot they have of uh, Umbridge casting a spell, and you see it from the perspective of the person getting struck by it. We haven't seen that before. Where is that? Which spell was when, it? When, there's, a, there's a quick shot of Umbridge, and you see the spell being thrown mm-hmm. directly at the screen. Oh, it's really? like, it's like through a keyhole. Right. And, and the Inquisitional yeah. Squad, or was it, when, in, how do you say that word? Inquisitorial. Inquisitorial Squad, yes. Thank you. Is, is standing behind her, so you can see, like, Vint Crab and Goyle and Ma- Malfoy in them. And a boy crabs. Yeah, there he is. And Filch, <laughs> which is something. Filch. Filch is doing his thing. He's ready to t- poise to take over Hogwarts and Deathly Hallows. It's awesome. But I'm just the little- big question is, which, which trailer do you prefer? Oh, gosh. U.S. Yeah, I agree. That's, uh, I would have to yeah. say the international. Why? Because I like to be different. No, I, I don't know. thought that's what, that would be your answer. <laughs> I was pretty sure. <laughs> no, I like them both. You know, it's 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 ah, uh, it's too it's too tough. I like yeah, the, they're very the close. Domestic one, how they you know try to you know bring in other parts well, the, of the other. The international movies. one seems more tailor made for fans, whereas the domestic one seems more a bit more of a general audience. Yeah. Mm. The domestic one seems to understand that it has. A couple of huge blockbusters to compete with this summer. Exactly. And, well, that's gotten a little easier now. You know what? One big effect I don't think we've seen yet, actually. You know, we saw saw a little bit of Grob. But we have not seen anything of Mr. Creature. Yeah, he's, yeah. Hmm. It's just, like, interesting that they're saving him and, like, you know, Dollish, obviously. (laughs) And we we haven't seen much of Tonks, so. (laughs) Well, we... We haven't seen almost. We got a shot of Tonks, Tonks though in the, on the order. There's a sh- very cool shot I like. Is the broom with the order is on Private Drive and they're summoning the brooms. And if you look at the, the yeah. still of that, you can see her down towards the end. By I'm not sure who the other two are Hestia Jones maybe in Dingle. Mm. I think I don't know. But did you notice? There's also there wasn't a single shot of the house. The the, the order. Of Grimmauld Place. You're, you're right. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. That surprised yeah. me. I was like, wow. It's funny because the first that we have actually seen of some of the Grimmauld Place stuff is in the video game trailer that we shouldn't neglect in the show because that was very mm-hmm. cool. And a cool mm-hmm. thing that we see in that trailer, I don't know how many people realized it, but because they did put it in their trailer, we should probably point it out that the, the tapestry ah, is in the trailer yes. when Sirius and Harry are talking. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, at least I expected the tapestry to just be, what, a poster size or something, but it takes up the whole wall and around the corner. So it takes up the whole background of their shot. So if you look and you see it there, that's the tapestry. And there's, you know, there's also a shot of them inside their bedroom in um, Grimmauld Place, too. And it's it's interesting that we haven't really seen much of Grimmauld Place at all. Like, you're right, Garth. Hmm. uh, In these trailers. Oh, and Lupin, I'm just paging Lupin is very. We just saw our, our one shot there, of him, right? Is that our first one? Yeah, when they're talking about yeah. the great wizards. Yeah, yeah, just a quick. But did you notice in that shot with the great wizards, the shot of uh, Black? Ugh. What's going on behind it's like him? Veil. Oh, I veil. don't know. 
It's like this weird, yeah, yeah the weird swooping effect in his eye. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm impressed that they're showing, you know, obviously it's their own accord to do this, but to have the restraint to not overly do all these, like, mushy, serious shots. Like, you know, something could happen to him. I don't know. I'm not going to spoil anything. But they're not doing any, um, you know, over-the-top moments with Sirius so far. Mm. We've heard there will be some, though. Yeah, but they're not showing them, like, in the trailer at any rate. I'm just looking at these high-res art, and I'm just from, like, the actual stills. I'm so glad we have these high-res trailers now, because when we take the screen grabs, they can be so beautiful, these shots. And some of them are just astounding. All the prophecies, that, the visual... The color palette yes. on this seems different. Does, am I right, Garth? On the high-res ones? On, on the, the whole film, the trailer, everything. The, the, well, the high-res stuff is normal trailers when they're played on QuickTime and so forth. The high-res versions that they've brought out in the last six months, which, they, which is what you'll get on the high-definition DVDs, the Blu-rays, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, the color scheme is different. It's much more clearer, much more like natural colors. It's beautiful. It's it's a little bluer, I think. It's a little... Um... Yeah, there's a bluer tinge to it. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking at the shot of Azkaban, and that's, that's definitely Dementors swarming around. But there's like it's like somebody chomped a hole yeah. on top of the... I think it's cool because it makes <laughs> it look like an A. It does. Like, like more yeah. so now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> totally. But also, the, the, like I said, a lot of the ministry scenes are lit with blue lighting. So that's, of course, one of the reasons oh, why okay. it looks blue. Yeah. And one of the things we were debating before we started the cast was uh, the fact that when we visited the set, all the bricks were green, yeah. but with the blue lighting, obviously cancels out the green element in the bricks, which makes them look black. Oh, hmm. very cool. Well, there's one thing that I still can't get over is freaky Voldemort with it, breathing that ball of fire into the basilisk thing. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. Oh, He's a snake. circus performer. Freaky Voldemort everywhere. No, but I mean, He's that's just appearing shot. everywhere, just you know, dramatic as anything. I mean, yeah, I was not mm-hmm. expecting that one. <laughs> But we really get to see him in like full power mode like this, which I think yeah, is really cool. It's gonna be so sweet, so rad. Okay, um, we are getting long. Yeah, I here, just guys. have one question yeah. I want to ask Garth. Do you think for yeah, as as, as you've seen so many trailers, and I know that we're fanatics and we know the, the what the book mm-hmm. and everything, but do you think that the normal fan has or the normal moviegoer will be persuaded or feel like they've seen too much from this last trailer? Or because I heard that that. Yeah. No, it's it's actually been very restrained, which has been which is a great thing. It's they've had this trailer, the the teaser trailer, that's it, which is exactly how it should be done. One of the problems with Spider Man Three that people are encountering is that the trailers have spoiled everything because there's been so many of them. There's been four or five trailers easily, along with a lot of TV spots. They've they've done it just right so far. Very awesome, especially considering it doesn't have any competition for the two weeks before and after it's out. Really? So it also, yeah, it's literally, there's maybe Transformers two weeks before and then the Simpsons movie two weeks later, but other than that, there's nothing else. Simpsons is going to be great, too. I love love, Homer, sorry. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, Okay, well, I think that it's time that we get the drums in here. It's time for our our drumical. Well, Garth, thank you so much for your expert analysis of the Harry and the Potter Order of the Phoenix trailer. Thank you for having me. Please, please make sure that John is alive next time. Ah, <laughs> After the fight you two got into. I'm <laughs> John and I fight that's, all that's, the that's time. That's a daily all occurrence. This is not it's usually daily. recorded. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> no, but we, we love having you around. We're going to have um, a lot of great stuff coming up here on Pottercast, a couple of big announcements yeah. coming, Phoenix Rising. Just keep an eye on Pottercast.com. We'll put up some fun videos and, and video blogs and, yeah. and stuff like that in the, in the coming weeks. It's going to be a great summer. And don't, uh, don't forget to check out some, of, some more of Garth's uh, coverage of, of this and other awesome new movies coming out this summer at DarkHorizons.com. Mm-hmm. Read it every day. Thanks. All right, so my little blog lines. I do that every day. It goes right there. Click. Awesome. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> do we have anything else to, to blab about before we head out of here? Is this be the shortest wrap up ever? No. Hoping, no. Though, the summer. I think we did. We mentioned that the premieres were announced. Did I forget that? So that was like, did we? Yeah, the premieres July 3rd and July 8th in Los Angeles. The Warner Brothers is trying yes, to kill they us. Are. Thank you. Yes. As if the summer couldn't get crazier, we're going to be. Tr- probably flying from like you know yeah. London to Los Angeles. Now we're not we're not trying to do anything fun for any of those premieres, are we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not. There might be some emails going around. We're not trying to organize some sort of group effort with some of our other friends, perhaps mm-hmm. in a podcast format. I don't want to confirm or deny, John. I don't. A professional doesn't confirm or deny before the information is I real. I certainly don't think we should confirm or deny anything, no. any talk. Okay. Let's not even confirm the conversation. Especially, especially for people who you know are traveling into town and are going to wonder what they're going to do once all the actors are inside watching mm, the movie. Exactly. I don't want to confirm or deny to them that something fun could happen because what if it doesn't? They'll be so disappointed. <laughs> it, would be, it would be sad. It'd be sad. Yeah, it'd be sad pandas. It would be. So, it'd be awful. So there you go. Don't, 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 don't. We're not doing anything yet. Yeah. Just sit tight. Hang tight. <laughs> and whatever you do, do not email about it. <laughs> okay. But there was, what was there? There was one more thing I was going to mention. The address is at Leaky yeah. Cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> at the dash, leaky dash, cauldron.org. Um, to remind everybody that they can um, prove to all of their friends and family just how big of a Harry Potter master they are when they predict what will happen in the oh, yes. book at yes. PH exam or what was it the final address take our big Deathly Hollows exam DH quiz DH exam DH quiz I think it's something wikinews.clam slash DH quiz yeah. I think you, ooh try that if it doesn't work do DH exam and otherwise you know check the show on. notes <laughs> check the show notes exactly um, I also wanted to thank you guys uh, since I asked for for information on it for my book you guys have come through in fine style the emails that I'm getting from you I, I still I've spent most of this week trying to go through them all um, there was one about a, a, a boy named Cody and I have to give a the person's email address was wrong because they used our our our, our uh, whatever what the contact form and they entered their email address wrong and I tried to email you back and you didn't obviously get it so if you hear this now please email me again melissa at the dash the geek dash org. And that's about the youngster named Cody. Um, and yeah, thank you. Can bring them on. Your Harry Potter stories, I want them. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I have been hearing uh, you guys have been enjoying some of the fan reaction segments we've had on the past few shows. Um, let's ask another fun question this week for all of you who have managed to download your fancy programs and have been recording nice, clean audio files of yourself talking to us. Let's hear about what you thought of this crazy trailer week and which one was your favorite and why. And uh, you can talk to us about the domestic, international, or even the video game trailer if you'd like. And uh, we will air that on the next podcast. Just go! You're wasting time! All right. Well, then, on that note, I think it's time to get out of here. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks again, Garth. Take it easy, everybody. Thank you, Garth. Catch you later. Top of you.
Oh, and about time too. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you two don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great Scott, no wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> 